listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Along with Joel, Nikki, and Kyrie, we're here until... Well, we're here until the game resumes, or if the game is called, we'll be here until 1 a.m. Yeah. Expanded edition of ESPN New York tonight. So I want to hear from you at 1-800-919-3776. Your thoughts, once again, as soon as we find out one way or the other whether the game is going to be resumed or whether it will be called and under the new rules this year because they don't want to play a bunch of different games over and over and over again, right? 60 games in 67 days. Hello? If it's uh, done after six, it's done. Yankees will get a win. And they look impressive tonight offensively right off the bat. And you know how I felt about Giancarlo Stanton, right? I've made it clear that I have the least confidence in him. Have no problem with Judge. Have no problem with other people up and down the lineup. But I really needed to see what Stanton was going to bring to the table. Well, if tonight is any indication, and it's only one game, it's only one game, I got it. But if tonight is any indication of what his season could look like, wow. Two for three, a two-run home run, three RBI for Stanton. He looked good. Lean, bat looks quicker. Uh, The Yankees look real good against Max Scherzer. Uh, They did. In five and the third inning, Scherzer with uh, four earned runs, struck out 11. Four walks. The 11 strikeouts, I will tell you, he has some, we know he's got nasty stuff. That's obvious. I mean, this guy's a former Cy Young Award winner. And his slider was impeccable tonight. But he had some issues early. And, you know, if you're a Yankee fan, you saw some things from the from the batting order, like, you know, Gary Santos, you're like, there he goes chasing that low pitch outside again. He's just making me pull my hair out. There, there he goes again, doing what he does. So just relax on that. Once again, it's just one game, and the game is not over. In a rain delay, it's been in a rain delay for over an hour. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll check out and see what happens if they get back. Garrett Cole looked good. First, and, and here's what's funny. You go back and you look at really, really good starting pitching. Top starters, aces, and How many times do you notice that they have trouble in the first inning? It's, in this case, it's the opener of the season. You're on national TV. Both guys were revved up, overthrew a little bit, and you saw both of them gave up home runs in the first inning, which, listen, you weren't expecting. When you're looking at Scherzer and Cole, you're not expecting home run derby. (laughs) But they they gave up a couple of home runs. But usually, with great starters, they settle down. And those guys settled down, right? And Scherzer responded striking out the side, and Cole got on his horse. He started striking out people. You see, he was uh, his dominant self. And I think Alex Rodriguez made a great point in watching it on ESPN and going back and forth watching it and listening on 98.7 ESPN. And that is the secret to Cole is that he makes you get out, out on his pitches in the zone. And you're just a little off. So when you swing, it's right down the middle. And by the time you make contact, it's either dipped or it's a little further up. Okay, a little higher in the zone. And so you end up getting under the ball. And so you saw a lot of fly ball outs from him. So listen, was he 
dominant is like no runs or whatnot. No, he wasn't dominant, but he was really good. And as we had the conversation last night on ESPN New York tonight, I think that's what the fans wanted to see. Just give me a win. Just be really good. And you'll grow from that. And you're happy with that. Sad situation for the Nationals uh, to lose uh, one of their players to the COVID-19 virus. I mean, you know, Juan Soto is a very talented young player for them. And when you consider how many people they've lost along with Rendon and some other players, that's going to hurt them. This is not a stacked lineup. Okay. This is not the Nationals of 2019 World Series championship team. Still good pitching, obviously. Pitching is still really good. But from an offensive standpoint, they are going to struggle a bit. So you keep that in mind. But listen, you take a win however you can get them. Fascinating about the changes in the playoffs, right? Fascinating about that. We'll get your thoughts on that as well. 1-800-919-3776. Go to the phone to hear what you got to say. Mo is in Queens. Hey, Mo, you're batting first on ESPN New York tonight. What's up, Uncle L? How you doing? I'm doing good, Mo. What's happening, partner? What's up, man? Uh, I'm not. We know you know we're not the Yankees fans out here. We hate the Yankees and all, but right. I was a Yankee fan. I, I'll be I'll be static right now. You know, Aaron Judge coming in raking like he never left. You know, you mm-hmm. got Stan. As I said, I, I'm a Stan, a Stan believer. See, playing the first National League player who's banned DH hits home run. I told you, man, if he stays healthy on that DH spot. Uh, that's a that's a good move for him and Garrett Cole, man. He's pretty much throwing a no hitter. If he didn't throw that one pitch to Adam Ian for mm-hmm. that home run, he was pitching phenomenal, man. I'm just hoping uh, we could get the same with the Mets batters. You know, Cespedes hits a home run. You know, gives the ground a lead and the ground be dominant in the mound. How you feeling about that? I am mo cautiously optimistic tomorrow uh, about Jacob Degrom. Listen, if if you can't be optimistic about DeGrom, you can't be optimistic about the Mets winning on the day that DeGrom pitches. I don't know when you can be. So uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to it tomorrow afternoon, of course, at City Field against Atlanta, and I'm I'm anxious to see. Uh, I'm not worried about DeGrom. I'm more concerned about, you know, how the offense is going to go. How, how are they going to respond? Will they be able to get some runs? And of course, Mo, the next thing is something that we always talk about. It's like, it's like beating a dead horse. It's like Playing the record over and over again. Yeah, I did say record. It is throwback Thursday. Um, it, it, it's all the cliches of you know things that you say over and over and over again. It, it, it's the it's the elephant in the room. It's the Met bullpen. Okay, whenever you look at that, whenever you look at that team, you always have to uh, excuse me caution your your optimism by saying, "Hey, if the bullpen can do what they're supposed to do, I'll feel much better." Now, I will say this, Mo. Knowing that they have expanded the playoffs makes me feel a little better as well. Yeah. Because I do think that this team is good enough to get into the postseason. I thought they were good enough to get into the postseason before. Now with the expanded playoffs, I really think they should be a playoff team. So I feel a little better about that. Uh, with the expanded playoffs, I for sure really think they are a better team. You know, we see Nationals. You see the the, the bats. The bats are weak for them. You know, they lost Zimmerman. They lost Rendon. And I don't think they're going to be up to par. I forgot which uh, website, but they were like giving us uh, the records for each team, and we're tied with first with the Nationals and the uh, and the Atlanta Braves. So like we definitely have a shot for the playoffs. But regarding with the bullpen, look, man, we got a nice seven, eight, nine uh, rotation if they stay healthy and they could they could uh, end up planning how we we wanted them to. But now I'm shaking on the starting pitching, yeah. and I didn't call. I didn't. I wasn't listening yesterday. My fault about that, Larry. You know, I always try to get to listen to you every night. But mm-hmm. yesterday I was too busy. And, I, and Marcus Showman is down with the calf now. That's yeah. his tear calf. I don't think he's coming back for the season. 
So now we lose uh, Syndergaard, and now we lose uh, Marcus Stroman. Now our yeah. rotation is pretty weak. Now it's not really about the bullpen right now. Now it's uh, people that's going to get us to the bullpen. Larry, I'm going to listen and call you back tomorrow. Have a good night, man. All right, thanks, Mo. Talk to you later. Yeah, you're right. And, and the question now is who comes out of that bullpen to go into the rotation? And it's got to be Seth Lugo for me. I think you pull him out. I know you got to stretch him out. I know he's really been in the bullpen, so you may have some openers with him over a starter too, but I think you can stretch him out. He'd rather be a starter anyway. A. B, it alleviates the situation of the elbow that you're concerned whether he can go two consecutive days as a, as a reliever. So, you know, yeah, you're right. So you're looking at the scenario where the starting rotation is compromised some, which means that's added pressure on the bullpen because some of these days you're going to really have to go with maybe like an opener where you have to hit that bullpen hard. So that puts extra pressure on the Procello, the, the Procellos and the Walkers and the, the uh, you know, uh, the other starters there. That, that puts even more pressure on them. And listen, Stephen Matz needs to be, this needs to be a coming out party for him this year. It really does. It really, really does. Mike's in Queens. Hey, Mike, you're next on 98.7. Good evening, Larry. How are you? I'm doing good, Mike. What's going on? Well, Larry, uh, baseball is back. Uh, you have, of course, no fans, and the guys broadcasting the game are, of course, nowhere near the stadium. But, Larry, Pinky's offense, like, there was no COVID-19, just keeps hitting the ball. And, yes, Washington without Bryce Harper, now without Rendon. And, Larry, no Juan Soto. And, Larry, when it comes to injuries, COVID-19 is going to play a part. But with the Mets, we saw with Stroman, no camp. He comes back injured. And, Larry... It's now gone from New York to L.A. Like COVID, this thing flies, man. Clayton Kershaw is injured. Larry, there's a pattern here, man. I mean, somebody talked about this before, how there's no training camp or uh, spring training the way it normally is. You have two weeks. It's all jam-packed. Larry, this is going to be a trend, I believe. I believe day by day, week by week, you'll see players going down with injuries. Not COVID, not Tommy John, just an injury. Why? Because they try and throw the ball harder. They try and lift some weights. If I'm not used to it, boom, they're done. And Larry, if you're the Mets, it's bad news for you. No, no Strowman. But Larry, if every team is going to get, I believe, if every team is going to lose a pitcher, lose a hitter, if every team is going to lose guys to in, in injury before COVID-19, Larry, if, you, if you're the Mets, it may not be that bad. I mean, Larry, think if, if every team is getting bitten up by injuries because of no camp, if every, if every team is fragile, then it's fair. So if you're the Mets, you have to hope and pray that everybody gets decimated by injuries so you have a chance. Because, Larry, no Strowman, no Syndergaard, no Wheeler. Larry, their rotation is, and they're going to keep Lugo in the bullpen. And, Larry, I mean, if you're the Mets, you need him in, in the bullpen because, you know, you, you can find three innings from somebody and then have Lugo do the rest and go to your bullpen. Dear God, that means Edwin Diaz. But if you're the Mets, like everybody, this, this will be a trend, Larry. And the 10-team playoff, can we just stop? Can we? I understand it's COVID and we're we're bored. We were getting creative, but stop, okay? Just stop with the ten teams. Just it's it's just like with the guy on second base. It's ridiculous. And one last thing, the Houston Astros. You got plunked in the pre preseason. It'll happen again, and, and and I wish it doesn't because you guys cheated. But hey, that's life. I don't feel. I, I'm not mad at you guys, but it is what it is. You know, Mike, uh, thanks for the phone call. Several points that you made. It, it's 
you understand the frustration from from opposing players, but listen, you want to really get back, get Houston back, get them out. Get them out of the postseason. Make it so they lose. Okay, don't don't hit batters. Get batters out. Hit off the pitchers. That's how you get back at them. So then they, they're sitting at home during this situation. 16 teams in the playoffs. One plays eight in each division. It's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fascinating. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Michael's in the Bronx. Hey, Mike, you're next on 98.7. Uh, I called on yesterday in about the poll question, and yes. I believe you hit it right on the nail. Uh, what, that he was uh, that he was quite good, right? Yeah. He <laughs> Five innings? What I, what I have? Five innings, six-plus strikeouts, something like that? Yeah, but uh, he would have had it if he played the whole game. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. I think- you know, if he played the whole game, Mike, he might have been dominant. Might have been too, but I I love this matchup. Though I love how baseball just gave us the matchup we wanted with two two possible Hall of Fame pitchers going at each other. It's mm-hmm. perennial baseball. What we want to see. It was a good old fashioned pitchers duel for a couple of innings. And look, I can't say enough about Max Scherzer because he's just he is consistent, Michael. He's been a guy that that. You know, I thought really I was surprised the Yankees didn't go after when he was leaving Detroit, when he was available. I was a little surprised, uh, but he's done well in Washington. He's been a guy that he's won a couple of Cy Youngs. He's been a guy that keeps you off, keeps the batters off, 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 uh, off base. He keeps them off balance. He does a nice job. And tonight, listen, he settled down after he, the first inning. He was pretty tough to hit. Now, the Yankees were able to get some single runs off him in the third and in the fifth, but for the most part, he was he was pretty good. I mean, 11 Ks is not bad against that Yankee lineup. Uh, I don't know what it says more about him or about the Yankees because the Yankees, they had four runs on a man who had 11 Ks by the sixth, mm-hmm. which, which that's, that's almost insane. And another thing, I, I, I'm kind of glad that the Yankees have Garrett Cole instead of Matt Scherzer, because Matt Scherzer is a great pitcher, but I think Garrett Cole has a higher ceiling than him. Mm. Even though Matt Scherzer is very consistent. I guess floor is very high. Mm-hmm. But I think Garrett Cole could be better, but not not by much, but he could be better. I mean, the man, he's insane. He, I think he led the, the whole league in strikeouts last season. He was good. And he was great last season. And now, Michael, thanks for the phone call. You have a chance to uh, watch him in the top of your rotation now consistently. And and listen, yeah, he's he, of course he has a higher ceiling now because he's 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 younger than Scherzer. But when Scherzer first was available, I was I just knew the Yankees were going to go after him. I thought they were going to go after him and go after him hard. They didn't. They waited. They went after some other folks and. That's all what under the bridge now because they have Garrett Cole. They have their ace at the top of their rotation. And, you know, you could say he didn't have his good stuff or whatever, but he only made, he had one bad pitch. He gave up one hit. Okay? And give credit. Adam Eaton hit it out of the ballpark. Okay, great. You tip your cap. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It was, it was, you know, he was impressive. 
That's all I got to say. He was impressive. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas. He is next on 98.7 ESPN. Hello, Trey. What's, what's going on, Larry? Everything's good, partner. What's happening? Oh, everything is everything, man. Everything good. is everything. So that's a, good. So that's a, so that's a that's a good thing. Uh, cases are going down in the county I live in, so that's Excellent. also a good thing. Excellent. So, Great also news. Also good news. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, um, before we do our shout outs, I want to yes, shout sir. out Kia Clark real quick for getting the okay. promotion. All right, go ahead, Kia. Uh, CEO of the New York Liberty. Yes. Uh, she's. <laughs> She's doing huge things in the city, huge things in the city, and uh, we go. We're gonna try to elevate women's basketball, man. We, you know, we we had it. We we had it when the Liberty first came in in what ninety eight, ninety nine, something yeah. like that. Yep, man. Yep. We need to get that back. We need to get that back, and I think that she's the lady that should be guiding this ship to uh, some consistent victories on and off the court because she's a strong black woman. So happy to see her getting her getting her due. Teresa Weatherspoon. Oh, man. Teaspoon, one of the baddest guards out of Louisiana Tech ever, too. I mean, she's better than some dudes, man. She was, at one point, she might have been the best point guard in New York. <laughs> at, at one point, at, at a couple of points in her tenure, she was the best, best point guard in the city. Man. Best point guard in New York. That's, that's made no sense. But, boy, I tell you, if we could have threw her in some orange and blue, Larry, uh-huh. oh, that would have made me yeah. so happy, man. Yes, indeed. Yes, I indeed. Need you to spell, I just need you to spell Charlie Ward for just a couple of minutes. That's it. That's it. Just a couple of minutes. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I and I and I leave you one on one with Muggsy. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. They, about Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. There were some good teams. Yes, you know, Rebecca Lobo and oh, Vicky Johnson. Man. They had some good squads. Yes. Good squads. Good squads. No, nah, there wasn't no right. sucker squads, man. Those no, 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 no. Should have won titles. Definitely. Should have won titles, but you know, the, the, the Lisa Leslie, you know, and Cynthia Cooper. And dear God, I was about to say, don't forget about Houston, man. Good Lord, no, that was no, a no. thorn in our side, man. Mm-hmm. Remember that half court shot that Teaspoon hit to send it because it was only a best of three. Yes. So yeah, oh man, oh, we went crazy. We went crazy. Oh yeah. man, yeah, running out the house and everything. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. That was, was a good moment right there. It that was, was a good moment. It was. Definitely. All right, Larry, you ready to go to work? Yes, sir. All right, let's do it. We are heading down to Edison, New Jersey. That's where we find the Hackensack Meridian JFK Medical Center. And we've talked about the great work that Connecticut did. Well, you know what? Jersey did some outstanding work as well. And the Hackensack Meridian JFK Medical Center was right in the thick of things with the doctors and the nurses and you know, the orderlies, the folks, the, the folks with the ambulance and the other folks that we talk about sometimes, Trey, but I want to shout them out again. The folks that cook the food, the mm-hmm. people who clean up, the maintenance people who make sure that you're in a healthy spot where there's so many, listen, diseases and germs and people who are sick, they take their life in their hands every day, cleaning the areas, making sure that it's sterile and clean for folks to work with. And of course, my maintenance guys, the maintenance crew to keep that air flowing because the last thing you need is your air conditioning to not be working in the hospital. That's not yes, a good thing. Yeah, that's not that's, a good thing. Yeah, it, where the germs be getting infested all over the place. Yeah. And, and if happens. I did, and, and uh, my brother-in-law uh, who used to work 
support and maintenance at Stony Brook Hospital was telling me about all the different, you know, different things you had to do to make sure that the 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 circulation is all the pumps that had to be cleared, all the filters, the work that you had to do to get those things done. I was sitting there with my mouth open. I'm like, dang. I, wow. So it gave me a newfound respect for those folks behind the scenes. We see the doctors and nurses and we shout them out, Trey, and rightfully so. But there's other folks that we don't see all the time that, that keep the hospitals going as well. So we shout them all out as we praise Hackensack Meridian JFK Medical Center in Edison, New Jersey. Shout out Edison, New Jersey, too, man. That's yeah, it's a beautiful city. I got I got reprimanded uh, by the Sarge, man, because uh, he could he was trying to call you, Larry, and he said there was some dude from Brooklyn, Texas, that was just hogging up all the airtime. <laughs> so yeah, so I yeah, shout out the pops, man, because he got at me about that, man. Wow. Look, yeah, it, was, it was throwback too, man. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> and that's what you were supposed to say <laughs> yeah it was throwback it was throwback Larry I thought it was like 86 again man like when he caught me watching Eddie Murphy Raw it was serious uh oh uh oh uh oh alright Larry we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Westchester man cause you know we okay. love we love it out there absolutely we're gonna go to Northern Westchester Hospital out of Mount Kisco mm-hmm. um they're doing great work Larry like you said man the, the, the curve is definitely being taken care of up that way so we just want to shout them out, let them know that all the hard work and the sacrifice that they had did pre- in previous months led up to this now to where that they're getting them in, getting them out, getting them tested. You know, they got all the PPE they need. Everything is, you know, squared away. So we just want to shout them out tonight, let them know we're thinking about them. And it's Westchester, man. So, you know, we got to shout them out, show them love. They did some hard work because they were the epicenter. Yes, they did. The they were. They, that was that was it, Larry. That was it. That was it, man. But, you know, like, you know, classic New Yorkers, man, they pulled them Timberlands together, man, and said, let's get it. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. So that's what they did. So we just want to shout Absolutely. them out tonight. Yep. All right, Larry. So it was good to see baseball, man. It was good to yeah. see it was good to see what what uh, an abbreviated game. Um, mm-hmm. I guess they did what they were supposed to do. Scherzer is an absolute beast, man. He's, He's something else. Whew. That's that, that's it, it's like it's like he just got put on pause from the World Series, Larry, and just came out there just still dealing like it was October. Yeah, yeah. he's ridiculous. Uh, Cole looked amazing, man. I mean, other than that little mistake he made, and you tip One your cap, pitch. like you said earlier, you tip your cap, man. That's a bad pitch. Boom, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was good to see Stanton get it early. I think he's going to be one of the players that really benefits from no crowd. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can see a lot of the pressure is off of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He could just kind of just do his thing, play a little freer. And I want to see that from him, too. Just play a little freer, man. Just, yeah. you know, and I, I know how we are sometimes, man. We're very, you know, we're very not nice people sometimes. <laughs> no, we do. No, we we rude. <laughs> but, we're extreme, but we're extremely honest. <laughs> you know? No, we're brutally honest. We're not yeah, we appreciate, honest. appreciate we're the honesty, honest. but it scares out of town, Larry. You know what I'm saying? It yeah, scares exactly. out of town. So we don't it want does. to do that. It so does. it was good to see him get 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 off and get going early because we talked about that. If he doesn't get off and get going early, he's right. gonna it's gonna be a slow thing for him. So that's yeah. good to see that too. Uh, yeah. I want to tell you something real quick about the Giants and the uh, Dodgers. Sure, L.A. is doing it right, man. They got the they got the cardboard cutouts out there. They're, for some reason, their their crowd noise is like really on point. Like like damn, like it's really Unlike really like Washington. No, Washington was horrible. Oh, it was, was brutal. No bouncing off. I don't know what it was that terrible. was. It was and, bad. And, and you know what bad. they did too? They cut it. They, they knew it was bad because they ah, they stop it. Ah, stop. They, it. Yeah, it <laughs> they was cut it short. Larry, 
Dodger Stadium is doing it right, man. They are really doing it right. And and and, and I mean, it's a one-one game. And I mean, but the Dodgers are. I mean, the 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 dugout is into it. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. they live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see these boys in the World Series. Cause I think we go see them. Yeah, and they, can bring if, that, if, and they can bring the bonus baby with them too. They can yeah, bring him too. Yeah, if everything goes well. But you know what? Listen, not having Kershaw that back again, you don't know. But that kid stepped in with the long hair, May. He yeah, stepped he did. in and shined today. He's shining, man. Yeah, and he's yep. feisty. He's feisty, man. He ain't scared. He and I he like is. that. Bring it all. Just bring it in October, man. Y'all get Definitely. Y'all stay healthy. We'll stay healthy, and we'll dance in October when it counts. Absolutely, absolutely. That's how I feel. I I, I agree with you. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. All right, team. Yeah, we'll talk I, soon. All right. All right. See you later. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. It's ESPN New York Tonight on 98.7 ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Back to the phones. Alex is in North Carolina. Hey, Alex, you're next on 98.7. Oh, hi, Larry. Um, Thanks for uh, taking my call. I believe that uh, Garrett Cole, he did excellent. I mean... One single mistake in five innings. I mean, I think that was all right. He could have won maybe seven, six at least. Um, he made a he made a one single mistake. Uh, I could, I was waiting for this game for a long time, Larry. Um, I was impressive. Uh, my buddy called me, and he's a Red Sox fan, and he said, "Oh, um, I think the kid did good." Yeah, man, I think the kid did great. What do you think? I mean, I think he did great, Larry. One Alex, two. I agree with you. He did. He did. He did phenomenal. And you're correct. If he went seven innings, and he probably could have, because look, he only threw seventy five pitches in five. So I mean, 75. Scherzer threw ninety nine in this in, in in the same and with a third of an inning more. So uh, yeah, you know, Gary I think he could him. have gone further. He, he got him. He got him. Yeah, he beat him. <laughs> So yeah, I guess uh, it was. It, I was happy. Um, I cannot wait to see him pitch again. I know he was probably nervous. Uh-huh. I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's his first game, right? It's his first so. game, Alex. Thanks for the phone call, my friend. It was his first game, and listen, he was was he was as as advertised. He's a guy who is a pitcher who can dominate a lineup every outing. He has that kind of stuff. And you love his work ethic between starts. You love that he's always working on something. He's always tinkering. He's always uh, looking at video. He's always doing what needs to be done. He understands to remain great. You have to work at it. And that's what he does. And so, yeah, he made one bad pitch. And after that, he made the adjustment. Because so much of, so much of, Pitching is adjusting to what the batters do, right? And you see the swings they get, and then you turn and you make the adjustment back on what's happening. Oh, they're, they're, oh, they're teeing off, they're waiting. All right, let me throw some off-speed stuff earlier in the count, stuff like that. And the one thing that you were really interested in as a Yankee fan, and I was curious just as an observer, was how he and Gary, Gary Sanchez would work together. So it's very interested to see how they would work. And it looks as though they're working well. It looks as though they're on the same page. It looks as though they're, they're really communicating. Because, you know, there have been some complaints about Sanchez as sometimes a game caller. 
but he's they seem to be right on point. Let's go back to Washington here from the skipper Aaron Boone. This time he weighs in on Giancarlo Stanton's home run. Look, it was, I mean, it's about as good as you can draw it up starting the game out that way, you know. Judge, he has a really good at bat. Aaron actually, Hicks had a really good at bat to start the game, smokes the ball at second. Aaron smokes the ball through the hole and then, you know, for, for G to go up there and clean it out. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a huge shot in the arm when you're facing another team's ace and you got your ace on the mound. So it's a great great tone setter for us uh, in that first inning by G. It was a great tone setter. And here's the other thing that was very good about it. It was a clutch hit. All right. And that's what you're looking for from this Yankee team. Yes. Stanton's was a clutch hit clutch hit in the first inning with a two run home run, but the other two hits, the other two runs were not scored on the home run. Aaron Boone on the clutch hitting tonight. Yeah, it was uh, it was big. Um, you know, G to come up there again and and kind of give us a little bit of insurance um, with a really good at bat going the other way um, was was big. You know, Aaron Judge had a couple really good at bats. I thought Waiter did a good job of running the bases and being able to score and a good send by Phil there at third. So um, just you know, a number of really good things happened and and contributions. You know from a number of guys in the lineup. Tyler Wade's speed is going to be a difference maker in key situations for this Yankee lineup. And obviously, listen, he's no DJ LeMahieu, and you know what you're getting with DJ, and he was clearly the most consistent Yankee last year, Uh, was really the Yankee MVP when you think about it offensively. He had a phenomenal season for them. Uh, Came up big in the clutch in a number of different games. But Tyler Wade at second base tonight, he scored from first on that hit from Aaron Judge. And he was motoring. <laughs> he was going. And, you know, a good eye to play. Worked out a walk from Zerzer and didn't chase. And, you know, got on base and was able to score on the Judge hit. And then once again, Stan comes, comes up and gets a, an RBI hit there. So, what do you hear most from Yankee fans that they talk about all the time? Oh, the Yankees are home run or bust, home run or nothing, home run or nothing. Well, not tonight. Tonight you got the home run, but you got some clutch hits, some add-on runs that Derek Jeter used to talk about when I was covering the Yankees all the time. All oh, those tack-on runs are very important. And he's right because they, they change the tenor of the game And sometimes those tack-on runs are the runs that help you get to the bullpen earlier than the opposing manager wants you to get to the bullpen because that means that the pitch count is up. And once again, with Scherzer, he probably wouldn't have gone the sixth inning if they had continued, didn't get rained out. That clearly would have been his last inning because he was at 99 pitches at that point with one out in the sixth. So that would have been it for him. You're not trying to give him over 100 pitches, you know, much over 100 pitches his first time out. I'm sure he's stretched out and everything, but you're not trying to do that. So uh, for the fact that he was able to give them what he did, listen, Scherzer's an excellent pitcher. There's no question about it. No question about that. So you give the Yankees a win tonight, and now you see if they can, you know, string some things together and go out and uh, put this national team and and get some more wins and see how well they they – they fare up tomorrow night. 
once again in 7 o'clock. The Mets will take center stage. They will also be on ESPN tomorrow afternoon from City Field against Atlanta. A lot of questions about this Met club, clearly. You want to see, you know, once again, feel better with Jacob DeGrom on the hill. That's your ace. Can you get the run support? What are you going to see from Robinson Cano tomorrow? What are you going to see from Cespedes tomorrow? Obviously, the polar bear, Peter Alonzo, he's the face of this team right now. He and DeGrom are the face of this franchise, the two of them. Uh, defensively, what are you going to see from this team, especially in the outfield? Who's going to get to play? And, of course, you know, you can't talk bets without talking the bullpen, right? So we'll see what the bullpen does tomorrow. Hopefully, if DeGrom is DeGrom, you won't see much of the bullpen tomorrow. You might just get to see maybe DeGrom and Batances and the Diaz. And hopefully that'll be it. Maybe you just get to see Diaz or Batances, whoever's going to close. Maybe it'll be like that. And, you know, DeGrom just has a DeGrom-like game. But listen, let's be fair. This Atlanta team is an outstanding team. Pitching's a little suspect. I don't think it's as good as it was last year, but their hitting is every bit as good. And so we'll see how they fare. Uh, opening day at City Field tomorrow with the, with the Mets in Atlanta. And look, if the Mets want to have a shot at winning this division, and it, you know it's possible, it's doable, then you need to have a good start this weekend against Atlanta. That would be great. That would go a lot for this team's confidence. And in the past, when you think about it, the Mets have started off pretty good. Okay, they started off pretty good. Like the first week, I mean, what, one year they were like 10-1 and one or something like that, if memory serves me correct. So they, they were pretty good. And then something happens, and they just seem to fall apart. It's an injury, it's a bad loss, and just steamrolls. It it's like a, a big bowl, a big snowball going down the hill. It started out as a little snowball, and now you got an avalanche. So hopefully that is not what happens this season. So we'll keep an eye on that. As a matter of fact, we're filling in for Chris Carlin tomorrow night on Carlin, so we'll join you from 7 to 10. So we'll be on right after the Met game. So we'll get a chance to talk about the Mets. We'll also talk about Game 2 with the uh, Nationals and Yankees. That'll be going on. And we'll talk about other things going on in the world of sports. We'll see what's going on in the National Football League, if they've got their conversation together about testing with COVID-19 and some other things. Thank you for joining us for this edition of ESPN New York Tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. Joel, Nikki, Kyrie, thank you very much. Up next is Sports Center All Night on 98.7 ESPN.